Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. This is the AC Report. Well, they blew up the chicken man in Philly last night. And they blew up his house, too. Down on the boardwalk, they're ready for a fight. Gonna see what them racket boys can do. Now there's trouble busting in from out of state And the DA can't get no relief Gonna be a rumble on the promenade And the gambling commissioner's hanging on by the skin of his teeth Everything dies, baby, that's a fact But maybe everything that dies someday he comes back Put your makeup on, stitch your hair up pretty, and meet me tonight in Atlantic City. Ah, yes, time for our weekly look at the most interesting 48 blocks in America. And usually, if you're new to this program, and a big shout out to all of our listeners uh, listening on Talk Radio 1400 WOND. Normally, we have a guest on that talks about some aspect of life in Atlantic City. Sometimes it's the casino, sometimes it's the restaurant, sometimes it's the politics, sometimes it's the law enforcement, sometimes it's the history. It could be anything, really. Even the art we've uh, spent some time focusing on, even Lucy the Elephant, whatever. Uh, But today is such a unique week or day because this week, The two newest casinos in Atlantic City, the Hard Rock and the Ocean, are celebrating their five-year anniversary. And I remember what it was like. I was there five years ago today. And this week, I've spent a lot of time thinking about what was going on five years ago and uh, where I was in my life and that trip to Atlantic City. And it was very special. And the reopening of these properties was very special. And let me give you a little context about what was going on. You see, in 2012, there were 12 casinos in Atlantic City. And that was way too many. And you saw Atlantic City had never seen a casino close, really. And you saw not just one casino close, Not two, not three, not four, but five casinos. Imagine that. Five casinos in one year after decades of not ever seeing one. I mean, sometimes they would close and then reopen as something else or be folded into other operations. But in terms of uh, a full closure, no. And there was just this sense 
because with that closing came massive layoffs. Thousands of people, three, four, five thousand people in some cases, laid off. And you saw people who'd never worked in any other job learning how to file for unemployment assistance. And the thought was what that would mean for the local tax base because some people lived there, other people worked there and spent money there, including tax revenue, and they spent money on local restaurants and local businesses and things like that. And there was a concern that there was going to be an economic and psychological domino effect, the likes of which Atlantic City would never recover from. And that's why the opening of these two properties was so meaningful because it represented hope and it represented a new beginning. So they took one of the properties that had been the Trump Taj Mahal, which was a great place to hang out at. And I used to love to hang out there. And Donald Trump hadn't been involved in the ownership of that place since 2006, but they still used his name. And if you... It's difficult to imagine now, but at the time, Donald Trump was so popular with gamblers and with people that would go to that property, they made you think it was still owned by Donald Trump, even though it wasn't. They would pay him a small licensing fee. But if you got water while you were playing blackjack or something, they would bring you a bottle of Trump ice, Trump's water. They'd bring you, they would do whatever they could to suggest that Trump was still running things. They had a bar there called uh, The Ego. And you'd see a giant picture of Donald Trump when you got in there. It was a great place. And I remember I was there the day of the Atlantic City, um, excuse me, the day of the New Jersey earthquake. You remember that earthquake? I think it was 2010, 2011, right around then. And I was at the craps table and I was just about to win my money back. Uh, Things were just turning around. I was down and things were just starting to turn around. And I hear what sounded like jingle bells. And I look up and it's the chandelier. It's shaking. It was an earthquake and they shut down the craps table because things started falling from the ceiling. And that was the only earthquake that I'd ever been in firsthand. But it was a wonderful place. I love the restaurants there. I love the staff there. And I was really sad when it closed. Then the other casino that closed uh, that reopened was the Revel. Now, the Revel was a billion dollar casino, maybe more including hundreds of millions of dollars in state money that Governor Chris Christie gave them. And it was a dismal failure. We could do uh, whole hours about why the revel failed. So the big question was, could these new properties reopen as something and do well? So the Trump Taj Mahal reopened as the Hard Rock Atlantic City and the revel reopened as the ocean. And here are some of the locals uh, that were expressing their excitement five years ago this week for the grand opening of the Hard Rock. Uh, This is, again, uh, five years ago. They're doing a great job, and it's all about the people. I absolutely love it. I am so happy for Atlantic City. I am very um, hopeful for this city. Now, whenever they open a Hard Rock property... There's something called a guitar smash, a bunch of VIPs and Sid Rosenberg was there and Bo Deedle was there and all the uh, the people involved in the management of the hotel. They were there. And let's go back in time to five years ago. Here we go. Help me out. Ten. Nine.
So I was there for both of those, and I really I felt two things. One, you ever present for something where you really feel like you're there watching history as it happens? That's how I felt at both the opening of the ocean and the opening of the revel. Excuse me, at the Hard Rock. I also felt hope. I said, you know what? I don't know why. I don't know that it makes any economic sense to say this. Uh, there's still just as much gambling competition elsewhere. Still the economy that uh, is struggling at times. Still a, a city that's struggling with all sorts of things. This city's going to be okay. I felt that being there and seeing the magic. And then reading the articles this week of people who had been laid off who found casino jobs again at the ocean, at the Hard Rock. It was really wonderful. And uh, I am very, very pleased to see both of these properties doing well. But even more than that, these two properties reopening and thriving over the course of the last five years. And I have to mention the former owner of the ocean, Bruce Dyfick, who was a wonderful guy and a great guy and a guy who had a vision and that vision's now come to fruition. Um Seeing these two properties thriving, it has really created a renaissance in what the area that they call North Beach. And there's this whole area where you have the showboat, which is not a casino anymore. You have some of the properties on the Orange Loop. You have the Hard Rock. You have the Absicon Light, Lighthouse. You have Bar 32. You have the rides at the Steel Pier, Rhythm and Spirits, Tennessee Avenue, Beeler Hall. And the Hard Rock and the Ocean, which are neighbors, they're really the anchors of that. And it's been great to see a whole part of town revitalized because these properties are doing well. This is the weekend to be in Atlantic City. There's fireworks. Forget about it. On on Tuesday with the 4th of July, it's going to be incredible down there. And um, there's all sorts of activities. from. I mean, there's almost too many to list this coming week. On Monday, there's a drone show spectacular at the boardwalk. There's, uh, There's all sorts of cool stuff happening down there. And I'm just so pleased to see the city doing well. And really well after so many years of struggling. So uh, I'll take your calls if you want to comment. 800-848-9222. 800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight.